Welcome, fellow human, to the Disorganized Productionist Podcast. The show that fuels your spirit, ignites your potential, and helps you become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Rob, and each episode will embark you on a journey to unlock the power within you, tap into your limitless potential, and conquer life's challenges. Well, hello, fellow human. Welcome to another episode of Disorganized Productions. Today, we're going to talk to Cody. And Cody is also known on TikTok as Seven Club. We're going to dive into some um, through-seeking topics, controversial stuff, and also some conspiracy stuff. Well, have fun. Without any further ado, here is Cody There we are. Are you going to stream directly on TikTok? Yeah. Oh, hopefully my hair is okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whenever you're ready, I'll hit I'll hit live on there. Whenever oh, yeah. you go. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Um, cool. uh, got my that's coffee, hot. my cigars, uh, got something to drink, so that's cool. Cool, cool, man. Hey, great Good to meet you. you. Yeah, exactly. Man, you're a TikTok hype, isn't it? Huh? You're a TikTok hype. It's starting to, yeah. Starting wow. to get starting to get hyped, yeah. Yeah, I saw like uh seventeen thousand people were looking at you the, uh on the live stream uh just like a few minutes ago. Oh yeah? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. My live on TikTok my live? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Uh, I haven't had that many people. Uh, and usually I'm shadow banned, man. I can't get but a handful of people in my lives anymore. But my videos do good, but my lives are usually pretty low. But huh. today, there was quite a few people in there today. I'm still working on it because uh, I got TikTok also, but somehow I got like 500 followers or something like that. So I can get go live. And with podcasting, I'll do this now for like two and a half months. I have like almost 100 subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is I did an episode with David Weiss, which he also uh, put on his uh, uh, Flat Earth app. And uh, everyone, uh, like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, whatever, they have like 8K, uh, 50K, and I got... 1700 views so about shadow banning that's one of the things i think is happening to me also but oh yeah if we're if you're doing any kind of truth they uh they'll try to keep you out of out of the algorithm yeah but that's okay i mean you know if you have a long breath that will take uh it, it will take a longer run to do it and to get the the views but uh, eventually that they can you can't put it out because it's already been out, right? Yeah. How you been? Have you been doing this now, Cody, on uh, TikTok? Uh, I think eight months or something like that, maybe. Wow. Um, not super long. My first account got deleted. I had uh my first account blew up, 
pretty fast, but they, they removed, it just deleted one day. Like I just went to sign in and it, my account was gone. I had 20,000 followers in 10 days. Wow. So I started, I started putting out content and in 10 days it blew up to that. And then boom, I lost it and I almost gave up. I was like, man, if this is what it's going to be, then I don't, but then my, my friends were like, no, keep going, man. Uh, get you like three accounts or really they said like seven accounts, but they're like, you need multiple accounts and just make one of them your main and post stuff there and just have backups ready to go. If they delete you again, you can just jump right back on. And okay, so, cool. so that's what, uh, that's what I was doing. It, it hurt though, because like, I'm like, okay, so this must be my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, TikTok's my thing. So it, it hurt to lose it like that, but you know what? I'm going to keep trucking, keep trying to spread truth. I'm I'm wanting to send your link to my, uh, uh, let's see, copy. I'm wanting to send this to my email so I can pull it up on the screen when I start, when I start TikTok, mm-hmm. I'll be able to, uh, pull your podcast up on the screen, let them know where to go. And, uh, we'll be my first time live. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. Your first time on TikTok Live? First time on TikTok Live, but there should be always a first time for everything, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right, brother. It'll be good, man. Uh, people will join in, and my camera won't be on on there. It'll Well, they'll still see me because they're going to see me through uh, your camera. Okay, or, cool. Should I hit something or... Uh... No, you're good, uh... We'll just show it like. Well, where'd it, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Okay. No, uh, let's see. Go. Wait. Isn't it myself. fun that technologies really fats me up? Yeah. Well, I think we, I sit myself. We can talk oh, to wait. each other. You know, you're in America. Missouri, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got you pulled up. Sweet. Cool. All right. Cool. Snake, my friend, that uh, he, he's uh, he's getting also guests and uh, uh, making notes for, for the shows that I do. He, he comes from Missouri, too. No way. Yeah. Well, well he's going from California uh, eventually, but uh, he lives in Missouri now, or as he likes to call it, Missouri. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel that. It is. It's it's miserable. Yeah, it is. What what kind of what kind of uh, uh, state is it? It's the weather can't figure itself out. Like I came from uh, I came from Indiana normally, and Indiana was like, if anybody was outside walking or uh, mowing the lawn, and you drove by, it was you wave. Like this place is. People just stare at each other. Nobody waves. Nobody's friendly out here. Uh, Something it's just water. People are are quick to backstab you here. Like people's word don't mean anything here, like they did in Indiana. Like it's crazy because it's only a five hour difference, but the personalities changed a lot. Now, not everybody's like that. I'm just saying there's a lot more like finicky people. You know what I mean? Mm, and but biology and stuff like that. Yeah, the weather's terrible. Like today, it was eighty degrees. I was working outside; it was great. Uh-huh. But tomorrow, it's going to be twenty degrees. Oh wow! Like 
the weather's really crazy here. It's like it spring tulips are coming up and everything because it was warm the last couple of days. Now yeah. a big ice storm is going to hit tomorrow. Or like, I don't know if it's going to be an ice storm, but it's going to be freaking freezing outside. It's going to be cold oh, again. Shit. Yeah, it's like that out here. Oh, and why did you move through there? Uh, my dad, my dad's a pastor and, uh, well he was, he, he passed away in 2021 through the COVID, uh, protocol in the hospitals and stuff. So they pretty much locked him up, pumped him full of remdesivir and, and he died in the hospital and we couldn't see him and stuff. It's 2021. Anyway, he was a pastor and, uh, he had gotten a position in Missouri randomly and he just decided to take it. So we moved here. But mm. yeah, it's uh, yep. and then our, a lot of our family moved here too, though. So we got my sister and some people here. That's my nephews and nieces are here, which is cool. Yeah, it's good to have family around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hit live on TikTok. Yeah, please do. And we'll we'll go. I, I want to do one quick little uh. Whenever they do jump up, I want to show them disorganized podcast screen so they'll know where to go and check out your your show, brother. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. There, there. I, you, I think you're episode thirty two right now, and that's been like two and a half months. So what is doing, it? Uh, elevator sky high, man. <laughs> what is it? N- number thirty two now. Thirty two. In two and a half months, yeah. Uh, what do you mean? On oh, oh, my podcast, this is episode thirty. Oh, sweet dude, you're mm-hmm. no, you're knocking them out, bro. Tomorrow I have Billy Bond from Permaculture. Sweet. Uh, on Sunday I have Alex Pauls from uh, Fermental Podcast. You know these guys? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm I'm on Firmamental uh when is it? Uh soon. I'm on Firmamental soon. Uh March 1st maybe? No, March. March 29th. Cool. I'll be on I'll be I'll be meeting those guys. So that's awesome, man. Oh man, these these guys rock. That, that's the, one of the reasons why I do podcasting right now. I reached out to Varul because uh, I listened to him on uh, George Hobbs, the Fact Hunter, and on uh, Flat Earth Files. And I reached out to Raul and said, "Hey man, uh, I'm Rob from the Netherlands, and I'd like to do podcasting. And uh, you know, maybe I can do a podcast with you." And he said, "Sure, man. Well, let's do that. Let's roll." And uh, I got Alex Pauls on it, and and then it was just like, hey, we got some gas for you. I took some other gas for myself, and uh, I was connected to Snake, which is also a podcast with the Firmamental and with uh, not with George Hobbs, but uh, I was connected to Snake, and that was uh, that's a very big friend now of mine. And uh, well, and, and now we're in, in a truth seeking. Uh, conspiracy i don't think that's a good word it's more like critical thinking uh communities uh yeah yeah, we spread the word about what we think about stuff and the stuff that they put up that's that should be the truth is um well we can debunk a lot of that 
that stuff, right? And and there's so much going on if you're looking into that rabbit hole or the rabbit holes because it's one big rabbit hole. And uh, yeah, one one of the special things that you do is also putting up the truth, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. And I love that the community is growing like it is, man. More people are getting the guts. I know that there's a lot of people that sit back, man. And, and you know, I, I mean, I was one of them for a minute, one of those silent truthers that I, could, I would observe things and see, you know, what was kind of going on. But I kept to myself, you know, because there's that pressure, that fear of of being a conspiracy theorist or being a, you know, whatever. And people will look at you crazy and stuff. So some people just, and I know there's tons of them left, just silent, silent awakening uh, happening with some people that they're just not yet to the point where they get the guts to do what you're doing, to do what other people are doing, like jumping on and just having discussions about it. That's the main thing. That's how you spread the news and get more people waking up. The passerby is going to come through. You're going to be having a discussion about some heavy, true topics, man. They'll hear it. And maybe they'll get inspired to start having discussions and maybe take it to, I encourage everybody. I'm like, build you a platform. Like if you're a truther and you really are genuinely care about this stuff, just build yourself, build a platform and just stand and, and just talk about it. Have a discussion about it. Do it. Just like, uh, when I was starting out, I didn't knew nothing about technology and stuff like that. A little, little bit, you know. I know how to to connect a camera with a USB port to my to my uh, laptop. I know how to record because there's a record button on 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 Zoom, and basically that's a little bit of it. I do some music, so I know how to record music with a with a microphone. But then just like okay, if you want to do really something, uh, except being a keyboard warrior or just you know spread the news and stuff like that to people that you already know who probably don't get it because you talk to them for for such a long time. Um, why not do podcasting? Um, I think I'm going to hit this week probably like 1,000 downloads. So that's it, it's, it's coming from two and a half, year, uh, two and a half months now from, from no dis, uh, subscription to 1,000. And that's going to end up and end up to, to more and more people that are going to listen to the podcast. And it's, uh, it's nice for me that they listen to me, but it's very good that they know uh, that there's some information in all the podcasts that I'm going to provide. You know, you can you can cherry pick as you wish the stuff that you like about, uh, well, the truth or about critical thinking or m- maybe it's about health. Maybe it's about uh, what would you post today about the uh, the big trees, you know, the giant trees that they cut down. Um all that stuff, it's been around here. If you walk in nature or you walk down in some states or in some countries, you see things that you can't explain how they get there, right? Yeah. Like the pyramids, how, how can we say that these people were just like, oh, there were horse and, uh, and a buggy and they were making, making the pyramids? Well, guess what? We, we didn't figure out how they made it and it's so difficult to make it nowadays probably they can't so it's a it's impossible to make them by hand nowadays you know like they yeah. said they did and that's only one of these little rabbit holes just like I said it's one big hole when you got sucked into that uh you know there, there are some side paths as you go by 
but there's a lot to cover, man, and there's a lot to to spread out. And I think that's one of the things that um, uh, that 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 we can do now with the technology that we have. I'm speaking to you in America right now. The the costs are nothing, only data. Like ten years ago, fifty years ago, it's gonna cost you like yeah, like one hour conversation gonna cost you like fifty bucks, one hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, stuff like that. I mean, it's, you know, they make it easy. And one of the things that they really pulled out is the, the uh, you know, they bluffed real big with poker time with big players on it, you know, and, and I see the, the, the through seekers as the big players. And when they put up the pandemic and stuff like that, the technology that the people had at home uh, took care that they could dive into stuff that they'd never been dived in before. Like I did, you know, on YouTube, you 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 could figure out everything that you could uh, possibly imagine. And nowadays, it's going to be shadow banned, as you said, uh, or you don't see the videos at all because when you type in some keywords, it's going to take like uh, twenty or thirty scrolls before you're going to get to one video that provides some way the truth. You know, yeah. I, and I, what what does it with you, or, or better said? What was your journey to the truth? Uh, the truth. Like the first thing that I had noticed was 9-11, like when Zeitgeist came out, you know, mm. and from there it was just a cascade of things. You know, I probably, it was probably the uh, trafficking and things kind of after that, you know, and the flat earth was kind of a, an accident. Uh, I had heard it. And I actually kind of got upset about it when I first heard the flat earth thing, because I thought to me, it was like a psyop. It was like, okay, so we're going to, we're going to say that these people who are seeing all this other truth, we're going to say that they also believe in a flat earth so that they look even crazy, like even crazier. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a fishing trick to try to make people look crazier than they already look. But come to find out, I asked some of my circle of truthers, I'm like, Hey, and I and I said it in a way of like, can you believe this flat earth theory? You know, I was like, can you believe that they believe that the earth, like there's people throwing that flat earth stuff out there to try to make us look crazy. And one of my friends goes, no, uh, there's actually something to it. You should look into it. And I thought, what? you know, so later on I was scrolling through Netflix and I seen a, a documentary from Logan Paul, but it was like a mockumentary mm-hmm. and he it was this flat earth thing and I watched it. Now he was making fun of flat earth, but I did notice something that made me, you know, it it got me thinking and he was in a convention. He went to this convention, a flat earth convention and man, there was thousands of people that genuinely believed that the earth was flat. Like they were in, like they were sold out to it, like making models, shirts, talking about it. And they're like, you know, and I'm like, man, you know, I got to see what what it is that makes these people believe this. You know what I mean? I, I've got to know because they genuinely believe. I don't think they're they're bullcrapping me. You know, so so I straight up I go back to my friend. I said, OK, look, because I've looked around a little bit and anywhere I'm looking, Google, YouTube, they're all making fun of Flat Earth. So I was like, look, uh, where can I go to really hear one of these Flat Earthers out? Like, I, I want to see what do they believe? And uh, she goes, go to bitshoot.com. So I was like, all right, bitshoot.com. I'm going to hit it up. So I hit it up. I find Eric Dubay, 
ODD TV and all the all the heavy hitters over there on BitChute, and I hear them all out. And I remember OD, ODD TV was like, uh, "Don't fall for the fake models." He's like, you know, they do straw man models. They got people over here who are uh, saying that the flat Earth is a disc that's in the heliocentric model, like just a flat disc that goes around the sun. He goes, "That's not what we believe." <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Oh." Okay, well, what do you believe? You know, so then he, I start realizing that it's historical Earth, it's it's OG Earth, it's biblical Earth, basically. So I'm like, okay, I can get behind that, you know. So yeah. it still took me two years though, because everything that came up, I had a question like, okay, I see now how sunsets and uh, seasons work, but now I need to know how. What well, gravity works. I need to know how different things work, you know. So, uh-huh. but but two years in, I had realized that, like, in fact, my TikTok, the TikTok that I made, and me starting to go out there and and build a platform, came at the end of that two years, where I said, okay, the Earth is in fact flat, and we do not live where I thought we like. We do not exist in a reality that I thought we were in. Even being a truther. Once you wake up to the to the true earth, then it opens up a whole other door of of what energy, uh, frequency, it, you know, all these different things. So, oh, yeah, you know, now I'm like, wow, God is more real than we thought. There's this place is created this. It's, you know, so that made me say, in fact, I kind of felt some pressure from God even because like I felt like God was trying to tell me like. Look at all this stuff I've shown you. Like I've, I've I've sent my angels to lead you down these paths, and and you've you've uncovered all this stuff. Now what are you doing with it? You've been sitting around for exactly. all this time. You know, I'm like, you're right. Like, I gotta tell people. Like, that's what this is about. Yeah, I was church, right? Telling yeah. people and getting yeah. involved and getting conversations about it, about mm-hmm. the truth. You know, spread the truth and and have some. Some conversation about what you think and what the others think, with all the respect and love, if they think in different ways, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, for you guys on TikTok, here's where I'm at right now. So I'm with Rob from this disorganized podcast. This is his show right here on Spotify. So if you guys enjoy this, uh, go check it out. Go check out his show. He's got what did you say? This is episode 32. This is episode 32. Yeah, right. This is episode 32. Look, he's got Vika from the last podcast I was on right here and got a lot of really cool guests, man. So go check out his show. It's right here on Spotify and uh you'll be you'll be putting this on Spotify too whenever uh yeah, whenever tonight, it's done. Tonight cool. when we're done, I'm going to edit it and it will be on Spotify, Apple Music, all platforms available di- directly. Heck yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm sorry last week we got a time issue. Uh, I thought it was later than it was, and then we had to reschedule. <laughs> nine hours difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but today we got it sorted out, and uh, and yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to be here, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for hopping on, and uh, I think Vika connected us, right? Because yes. I got a I got a message from Vika. Just reach out to uh, Seven Clubs, and uh, maybe you know this guy. And I was looking at TikTok, just like, oh, oh, yeah, I know this guy. You know, I like everything that you put it out. And uh, and here we go. I mean, two weeks later or something like that. Just like, 
I'm in conversation with you. That That's how it goes, you know? And that's how you know it's spiritual. Look, I got some people over here in the TikTok, some of the regulars, my friends, the first people I've met, they're here, they're watching, like, the connections that have been made here. I see you over there, Fish Monkey, like, meeting you, brother, meeting you, Rob, meeting Vic, Vic uh, man, meeting all these people. It's like, I, I wouldn't have met you guys if it hadn't been for this movement. And it's connecting people at a level where, like, now, what we're, what we're doing right now, having this conversation, now we're... We're capturing a moment, a meaningful moment where now this moment's captured. It's put out there in the ether for somebody to stumble upon. And every time you do that, whether it be me, you, uh, Fish Monkey, anybody that goes out and they decide to take it. I, I truly believe that every interaction between two human beings, there's a meaningful and a meaningless conversation awaiting in the midst. And it's mm -hmm. like when you grab that meaningful and you guys talk about truth and get and get that out there, that puts that in a place where now the innocent bystander who's just experiencing the narrative's version of reality is going to stumble upon. They're going to now get to view this moment mm -hmm. that that was meaningful, that's put out there for a reason. They're all for a reason. All the conversations we have when we interact and we put them out there. And then that's going to be someone's first step to their wake up journey. And we're spreading it. We're spreading the good news, man. And it's, it's awesome. And the and the positive side, you know, the community is so positive, and the people that you talk to are so positive about things. We change something in the ether, just like you said. If you're just like, uh, you know, if you watch the news and stuff like that, or watch TV, you you've been numbed down. But if you awake, I never look at TV or whatever. I don't listen to the news because I don't really. I don't give a shit. The other thing is, I know that they want to harvest some kind of energy that's going to be uh, negative energy about stuff that they make up or whatever, and they're going to harvest that some kind of way. But if you're going to spread the news and you find new brothers that you can talk to, man, that's so massive. That's 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 why I'm always pumped up now nowadays when I talk to new people. And eventually, if you do the podcast, like one and a half hours, stuff like that, when you're done, you got so much energy and you really connect to someone that you think, wow, there are people just like us out there. And that's the beautiful thing about it all, man, because I have an episode about isolation. A lot of people who stumble up to the truth or go down a rabbit hole, they feel very isolated because they can't talk to other people about it. Because they say, oh, you, you're nuts, you know, you're a nut job, you, you, you need to find uh, the loony barn or whatever it's called in America. Um, and a lot of people don't take you serious anymore because you dive into some rabbit holes and you want to talk and you want to scream it off the building, you know, hey, have you seen this? And they're just like, oh my God, no, we're not going to invite Kobe or Rob because, you know, these nutsacks, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So. It gives you some kind of isolation, except when you put it out and you find your community and you find your followers and people that are also digging to that kind of stuff. Well, then magic happens, man. Damn, really magic happens. It does, man. And that was me. I was isolated for like two years because like the journey of, of research, it was it was tiring. It was it was hard, man. You got to grieve what you thought you knew, you know, mm. and uh and grieve the reality you thought you lived in. And then, 
you know, you want to tell everybody and then you're like, you're sitting there and you're like, man, but what are they going to think of me? Cause this took me like, it took me that long to actually say, okay, I'm, I'm a confident, I'm confident now enough to know that this is the truth. But you know what? You know what my motto for the week has been, bro? Mm-hmm. It's been the truth will be the truth, whether we believe it or not, right? A lie needs people's participation mm-hmm. to even exist. A lie has to have your consent. A lie has to have your participation and your, um, I guess, permission to exist in your life, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. If we're on the side of truth, like the truth, it's going to stand firm. It's going to be what it is because it just is, right? So it's going to be there and we're believing it and we're we're getting the word out there. Well, it it's strong on its own. It's almost like we have a handicap. We have reality, truth to to back us up, right? Now, on the other hand of the lie, even though the lie is more popular, which is the narrative, you know, uh, people yeah. think that that's the majority that believe the lie, which I, I know that there's a lot of manip- manipulation with bots and trolls. There's people getting paid to jump on here and argue with people like you and I. There's people yep. who there's AI bots, uh, I think. And I'm not a huge fan of, of Elon Musk, but I know that when he took over Twitter, he said that there was more bot accounts than there were real accounts. And oh, if that, that right there shows you if they have more bots than real people, then they can marginalize any group they want and they can they can popularize any group they want and they could just uh, push a narrative like crazy. Now, the people who believe the lie because it's more comfortable, like, you know, it's easier to believe uh, in modern science and believe in the, the ones the who are <laughs> right. The lab coat. Yeah, because more people do. So there's comfort in numbers with people. But, you know, I still believe that there's some of those that are comfortable in that herd that still see the truth. I think they're kind of waiting on their moment. That's why I don't believe that there's ever going to be a 50-50. I don't believe the awakening is ever going to hit 50%. I think mm-hmm. if it ever gets to 50%, it's going to automatically bust to 75 because I really do believe that there's people waiting to have the appearance of a 50-50 before they actually come out as a truther you know i think that there still are people that are socially just awkward and they're scared to really voice what they see yeah Uh, so once the climate changes a little bit and we see this topic or other big truther topics become more i guess mainstream and political and i think we'll see a lot a lot more of a shift with people Mm -hmm. but we'll have to see yeah, I think people are afraid because they, they saw like a few years ago that they couldn't lose their jobs. And it's like job security, right? Okay, if I shut up, I will keep my paycheck and I can prevent my family for a, a normal living. But I have to shut up about some some kind of uh, stuff that's going on. But the more people they gather, just like what we do now, if you, if, it's not like if you spread out the truth, but if you build a community... Um, the more people you're gonna 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 reach, and the more people that are gonna follow you, the the um, it, it's not easy to to shut you down then because you got so much people that follow you. Okay, if if it's not gonna be on YouTube, I'm gonna be on BitChute, man. If it's not gonna be in Spotify, I will be on Apple Music. Or guess what? I'm gonna have a a, a Mastodon server by um, what is this guy? This Dutch guy, Adam Curry from a No Agenda show. To put up my own server, my own website, and I can spread everything that I want, and people can just dial in. So, 
that's what I said. The technology is preventing or providing us the tools to do this. Like 10 years ago, you couldn't imagine to do like a podcast like this. Podcasting wasn't that hot, uh, but the technology wasn't there. And when they put out the, the pandemic kind of stuff and you got to go home to do your work and stuff like that, they made Zoom. And they made every data, it should be fitting in, right? Because they knew when we're going to shut down the world and people are going to work from home, they need an internet connection that's good and they, they have to work from home. <laughs> so here we are, spreading the truth in the podcast with the technology they built against us to use it against them now. Oh, man, it's so true. Yeah. It's 100% true. And what the enemy meant for evil, we'll turn it for good, man. Yeah, but that that that's that's also a uh, quite a big journey, especially when I look for, for myself. Like five years ago, I was a bitter, angry, uh, unhealthy uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll in in every word, um, and I changed. But also my perspective uh, on the on the early days, it was all negativity. You know, when something broke down at home and stuff like that. Oh, I was fed up for one day, you know. I could scream to everyone about it. Nowadays, when something happens, it's just, okay, it happened. Breathe in, breathe out, and we're going to enjoy the day. You know, it's it's also kind of mindset that, that you need to keep going forward because otherwise you're going to be you're going to be trapped in, in, in your own stupidity and your own problems and negativity. And everything that you feed grows. <laughs> so mm. with neg yeah. negativity, it goes. And with positivity, of course. You heard the the, the allegory of the two wolves. Uh, there's two wolves fighting for your future, a positive wolf and a negative wolf. And you ask, uh, you know which wolf wins? The one you feed. We wrote a song, and my band wrote a song called The Wolf You Feed, and it's about that. But yeah, you, The Wolf You Feed, and it kind of speaks to what you were saying earlier about these people fishing for these negative energies off of us, right? Harvesting. Mm -hmm. They need that. They need fear. They need negative en energy. They need us depressed and us feeling defeated and all those negative feelings. They, they need that to control us. But when we choose joy, mm -hmm. see, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness can be here today, gone tomorrow. Joy is everlasting. So you choose joy, and then when that stuff does happen, man, you say, I'm good. I'm going to brush that off, and I'm going to be good because I've, I choose joy. I choose peace. I choose joy. And, and love, man. Love. You can you can be love. If someone comes at you and you give them love, maybe with a bit, little bit of laughter, you know, just like, oh, you know, you got such a hard day because he wants to, you know, smack you in your face. You had such a hard day, come on and give you a hug. He would probably look at you and just like, what the hell happens here? Well, I give you some <laughs> love, man. I give you a nice hug, man. You're going to fight a guy who gives you a hug? Come on. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm a big hugger, man. Oh, yeah, me too, man. I uh, the, the last couple of years, also tree hugging and stuff like that. And uh, I was turning from, uh, um, well, well not directly Skinner, but I love uh, oi, punk music, metal, uh, that, that kind of stuff, hard rock and stuff like that. And um, I have to confess, I'm, I'm nowadays, I'm a hard rock skin hippie. You know, <laughs> we're barefoot, 
uh, hog trees, but I still listen to the to the music that I enjoy and make music myself. And you you're playing in a band too, Cody? Yeah. What 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 band is it? Can I find on Spotify? Uh, yeah, we're on Spotify. We're called Holding Ground, and we just uh, released an album called Seven Reasons to Stay. And uh, we got a new single coming soon called Red Pill. And uh, oh, so yeah, we're a rock band, man. I love kind of mo- modern rock. I thought that when I saw you the first time, when I saw you with your beanie and with your tattoos, I thought, oh man, I can. Uh, that there's something with this guy that I already love. I'm a little bit covered up too, so. <laughs> so you're awesome, man. So you're a musician too. You play uh, music. Yeah, yeah. You you can cool, man. find as a musician. Yeah. Cool. What do you do? What do you? Well, I played in a uh, in in a bat with two singers, and I was one of the singers. Uh, Van Belang. It was like 20 years ago and stuff like that. I'm gonna send you some links though. Cool. And, yeah, man. and nowadays, I just play guitar. I got my loop station and just uh, play some stuff. And on the uh, the end of the podcast that I always do, I'm gonna um, I have my own song, and that 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 one is called uh, "I Got a Devil with Me." Uh, well, it, no, what was it called? Now, now, totally blanked out of all of a sudden. Had the um, I can't figure it out now. Can't figure it. Out. I'm too pumped up, man. I got my coffee. Yeah, yeah. It was my third cup now, so I'm really. <laughs> Heck yeah, brother. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Cody, what was your of what is your uh, occupation? What, what, what do you? do normally live except tiktok and playing the band i do i'm like a maintenance type guy i do like landscaping odd job like i pick up work all the time like jobs just if someone needs something done everything from you know like landscaping work i just like today i did a uh took a fence down and and weeded it and i gotta put a new fence up stuff like that and then paintings um, if I'm always selling paintings, I don't have to pick up the jobs, but every now and then the paintings will slow down, you know, and I won't sell many. So I got to go pick up some jobs and stuff, but I'm just in work for myself, man. And I just, uh, yeah, very creative and ministry. Of course, I also talk about God and spread the word and try to get, you know, people to wake up, realize where they are and, and why they're here, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you digged into the, uh, the flat earth, and you open up the Bible and you took Genesis, for example, then you realize it's all better already been written down, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird to me that there was a debate. Uh, I'm sure you saw it, the Greg Locke and uh, Dean Odell debate. Did you see that? The yeah. Bit between I, I the two pastors? Off. Yeah. <laughs> turn it it, off. And, and Dean did a great job. Um, he did awesome, you know. Uh, but Greg, he just... he. He lost his marbles and kicked all the flat earthers out of his church and said, you know, if you're going to continue to believe that stuff, don't bother coming back. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, why would you lose your cool like that? And for one, why would you try to argue the globular heliocentric earth? Why would you try to use the Bible to prove that? Like, it doesn't make any sense because for one, that theory of a globe didn't come about till what a couple centuries after the book yeah, was even written. Five years now, something. Yeah, like, that. like it's yeah, way after. So anyone who did write in the Bible, anybody who was a part of the making of the Bible, they all believed in the historical Earth with the firmament and the 
you know, more localized celestial bodies. And, you know, they believed in that model. So why would you take the book and try to say that it says globe at all anywhere in it? It doesn't, you know? No. And not only the Bible. I mean, there are a lot of books uh, been written before that. And a lot of cultures believed in it and uh, had some drawings about it and stuff like that. So why would you deny that? And like 500 years ago, there comes something, oh, uh, I've got something to tell you. Uh, it's a globe. And then they, 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 they never thought about that because in the beginning of the last century, so, so 1980 or something like that, uh, uh, no, 18, 1880, stuff like that, people still believed in a flat earth. But then NASA came with, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do, um, we're we gonna, we're gonna get to the moon. And so we're gonna prove that, uh, the earth is a globe also. Well, the evidence is so lacky, and guess what? For the listeners, <laughs> Werner von Braun, one of the biggest Nazis, came over with uh, Operation Paperclip and started NASA. So, uh, <laughs> so you give one of the biggest war crime criminals the key to make a new organization that's going to deceive. Well, that makes sense if you got a Nazi in the, in, in a job, right? Would you believe that one? It's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. And the things leading up to it, you know, uh, we got uh, Admiral Byrd. He did Operation High Jump. They got over the ice wall. He ventured further in with Operation Deep Freeze. Then all of a sudden, he's gone. He had an untimely passing, you know. So he's gone. Uh, the treaty gets put in place, the Antarctic Treaty. So it's the only treaty that's never been broken that they're all in on all the all the governments are in on this yep. so then they bring over von braun for nasa then they start shooting rockets up with operation fishbowl dominic which dominic means belonging to god so it's an operation called fishbowl belonging to god they're shooting these rockets they named the rockets bluegill starfish they named them after fish and they're shooting at the firmament so in genesis it says that the God's placed the firmament to separate the waters from above from the waters below. So when they're sending these rockets, I'm thinking they named them starfish and bluegill because they're trying to send these things into the waters above through the firmament, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's all these clues of what's really going on, and and the timelines speak for themselves. And then Von Braun, I guess he had a sudden change of heart because the last few years of his life, the last four years of his life, he started whistleblowing. He even took it to the grave with his whistle blowing because he put it on his headstone. Psalm nineteen one: the heavens declare the glory of the of God, and the firmament speaketh the work of his hands. Or in the complete Jewish Bible, it says, "Heavens declare the glory of God, and the dome of the sky speaks the work of his hands." Right? And there's some other things he was whistle blowing about. Something about a um, a staged extraterrestrial event, which you know, mm. it, it's crazy that he would say that because. Do you remember, uh, which I know you're not in the States, but we've had t two or three presidents, man, like in the last, you know, 20 something years that have said nothing would bring the world together like a threat from outside of this world, yeah. like an we extraterrestrial threat. Right. Yeah. 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 Reagan I said it. You know more about your presidents than you're all from mine. <laughs> probably. Oh, Probably. Yeah, and man, that's it's crazy because I think Truman said it too, uh, and I think uh, who else said it? Maybe. Well, I think Bush Senior. 
Kennedy, I think Kennedy also wanted to uh, cover up some stuff that was going on with the CIA and stuff like that, and he didn't make it, right? Mm -hmm. So these organizations are very, very powerful, and uh, yeah, they 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 they, they fear monger and they 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 have fear porn all over the place to get people, you know, be aware for this because they plan something in front that they want to put out to to. Yeah, to reunite the world in the bad way, you know? Mm -hmm. Because when we're looking up the sky and we see some uh, UFOs and stuff like that going on now, we would say, okay, that's uh, Project Bluebeam. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> we don't buy it. But yeah. let's be honest, I think 90% of the people, e even more, uh, yeah, that they would be afraid because there's something would happen, you know, with ETs and stuff like that. Yeah, they have crafts now, you know, mm. the government. I found a patent on a triangular spacecraft, and a lot of people are seeing triangles up there, but it's uh, it uses electrostatics to fly, and it's this anti-gravity craft, and it defies all the laws of physics, which Obama went on record, you know, they asked him, are aliens real or UFOs? And he would sit there and say, oh, there's things in the sky, we don't quite know what they are. He'd sit there and lied. I mean, the government, are, are come, are, they've made these things. You know, and, and I think started with that. The Germans yeah. in Antarctica started with the big bell, the the, the design. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, probably they did. It's it's the same like the microwave and the mobile telephone and internet data. They spread it out to us after they figured out themselves how to use it and how to manipulate it, so they can use it against us. Because we we think now that it's going to be okay to talk to a black mirror. You know, just like a telephone with all the data, but they can track you 24 hours. You, you will never be safe in this world because even if you leave your telephone at home, there are so many registration cameras everywhere. You know, you, you yeah, it's, it's, it's a game of control. It's a game of monopoly. You know, you pass this house, you're going to pay that. And that's the same with the world. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. You know? Uh, you mean you know that last time they were gonna bring back the uh, virus and all, and, and all that stuff? They were saying how lockdowns were coming back, protocols was coming back, mm -hmm. and, and they were talking about the surveillance drones that they were gonna use that uh, was watching people, uh -huh. and there were drones, and they were seeing if you and if you were standing too close, they would fly up and tell you, you know, or if they seen you walking around with your mask down, the drones were gonna fly up and tell you hey pull your mask up or hey stand six feet apart get people away from each other and stuff like that uh and they didn't get to that extent but i think they're fishing around to see how we were going to react to it because i yes once they said protocols were coming back there were probably more responses of people saying i ain't doing it you know i'm not playing along this time and i think enough enough people said that you know, it, it freaks me out because I, I I love to play. Well, I used to love to play video games, and I loved uh, Watch Dogs. And the third part is in London, and you got riot drones, you got uh, CNN, uh, well, news drones. So when you walk down the streets and you do something that's not, uh, well, let's say fits in society, which is good, the drone is going to watch you, and there's a police drone who's going to who's coming gets you and follows you a news drone who's going to make uh directly contact with the with, with well everything in the air 
and probably where you're going to shoot at it, there comes another drone, a riot drone that could shoot you. So that's, well, basically New uh, London 2045. But it's already there, man. And they want to pull it up. And yeah, how how can we as, as uh, awake people be against it and go against it without doing it violently because they want it, of course. You know, it's, it's like conquer and divide. They, they want to put us up as, as people. And if not, if we don't do something wrong, they want to, you know, put us away because they got a FEMA camps and stuff like that already, already uh, done for people like us, probably. Yeah, I can see a police state uh, coming. Look, I've had I've had a couple dreams, man, and uh, these dreams. One of them was like 2015, and it was drones that had the ability to to shoot, you know. And uh, I thought that, that was kind of crazy. And then when I seen these COVID drones, you know, you can kind of see it unfolding and all the stuff you said. You know, Elon Musk, he admitted he goes, "We already have the technology to have." Uh, you know, you got, he's like, "We have facial recognition. We have drones." He said, "We could." Fly like if if somebody was a target, we could send fifty drones after him. All of them are explosive drones. He could not escape. Like like even if the first like five drones got taken out, I mean, there's fifty all in a line, all after him, and everywhere there's cameras. Like he he admitted all that, and mm. and yeah, I could see it getting to a police state. But see, I'm thinking the deception is going to be so deep, man, that. In order to get people to fall for this kind of thing, to just walk into a concentration camp, it has to be a deception that's, you know, the bad guys we have right now are too obvious. You know, we've got Klaus Schwab and all these and all these people. They're too obvious. They're they're the they're the super villains. I mean, they say things like um, if if we don't merge with AI, it'll create a new class of human beings, which would be the useless class, the class of useless eaters. You know and mm-hmm. And and all that stuff, they're too obvious. I think there's going to have to be a bad guy that's acts like a good guy. Like he's he's people love him, you know. In order to actually trick people into this police state thing, like mm. I think it'd have to it'd have to be that way. Yeah. And the the funny thing is, if you look at uh, like like you said, nine eleven, you know, because it's so obvious that it's, it's been written as a script. You you can't make the stuff up. So so there is someone who who said, okay, this is going to be the script. You are the actors. If you look at the new movies like Mission Impossible and stuff like that, you see uh, this Elon Hunt, this this uh, Tom Cruise running around with the mask, and it's so so real that you don't know who you're talking to because he he can go out of the room and you know pulls off his mask and it's it's a woman. Yeah, you know, you you really don't know. So the thing is, if you just like us know that there's a play going on, like the world is one big stage, like Shakespeare said, um, who's the scriptwriter and what is his his intention about writing a script like that? That's fascinates me. You know, that really fascinates me. What kind of yeah, who is the director of this play? Because even if we look at Klaus Schwab or the, all the other puppets, these are just characters that play their role. 
and we can't blame them because probably they are the best actors in the world because what they do, you know, they, they, you know, you can't make this stuff up. You know, somebody who's having a mask of Biden and, and he goes, you know, it, as soon as he is ding, ling, ling, like the ice cream van, he goes running around it and stumbles 20 times, you know, just to get his crazy ice cream. You can't make that stuff up. It's too obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go off of Enoch, man, you know, the Mount Mount Hermon, the, the however many 200 angels that were cast down Mount Hermon, right? And they all congregated and they had discussions on how they were going to deceive the world. Uh, you know, more or less the takeover control of information, the takeover of, you know, the institutions, the kings, all that stuff. And man, I'm thinking it's angelic, fallen angelic beings is what I think it is. I think it's these fallen creatures, these beings, and they hate us, man. And they're writing this script we found a lot of clues to scripts you know there's um Werner von Braun even he wrote a book called the Mars Project and it was about the colonization of Mars and the main character in his book his name was Elon so we have Elon that's talking about colonizing Mars uh Trump we have a president yeah here he's got yeah two books in the 1800s written about his script of the last president it's called and I mean, there's a lot of details there. Uh, Ingersoll Lockwood, here's what's crazy. Ingersoll Lockwood is the author who wrote those books. But, like, if you go to Ingersoll Lockwood Incorporated, the website, uh, it's a it's a website that's affiliated with Space Force, NASA, DARPA, the NSA. And what's, cra- what's crazy about Space Force is Werner von Braun, when he was warning about that staged alien invasion thing, he said, your main clue to know that they're preparing for this is when they weaponize space. So then... Trump gets up in 2019 and says, I declare Space Force. It's a, the sixth military branch. <laughs> so we're we're watching this whole script unfold. And now Ingersoll Lockwood, it's so weird because Ingersoll Lockwood Incorporated, when you go to their website, they had this little white rabbit. You know, the white rabbits, like yeah, the yeah. rabbit trail, the, the rabbit hole. You click this little white rabbit and it takes you to this cryptic message showing what looks like UFOs coming out of the sky and a the, an hourglass breaking and there's a clock in it and all this stuff like your time's running out they're coming type of weird thing and uh holy shit yeah there's a bunch of weird little uh links and stuff they always got a little secret link on that website and it's named after the author of those books now there's a lot of people who think trump's a time traveler traveler because of those books but and and that john trump his uncle got tesla's research and they think they put two and two together say he's a time traveler I say he's just following a script, man. Oh, man. I think history repeats all over again, and it, it is repeated like centuries, because otherwise it doesn't make sense that a lot of books, and not only the Bible, but if you take the religion's books, the 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 message in these books are almost the same. And all the events events that are played out are almost the same but it's it's like these are like 2000 maybe 1500 maybe 500 years or older so so somebody writes a script puts somewhere a book that people can write uh can read and they see everything that's in that book unfolding and that exact time that's really fa- it's like layer to layer to layer to layer it doesn't it does it doesn't 
make sense to that we read the same book as our grandfather and our grandparents did and stuff like that. And they had probably the same events coming and the same fear. <clears throat> Only we got, of course, technology, which could help us to get a little bit more intellect and a little bit more dig, dive, dive, dig into uh, some stuff. But the other thing is, just like Vika said on the podcast, um, everything that has been digital has been analog too. Mm -hmm. So, there, you <laughs> fascinating to talk about it, and it's 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 not scary, but it's fascinating me what's gonna be the next move, you know? Because um, when you go into a fight camp, you know that you're gonna fight with someone. So if you teach the most martial arts or, or learn them, you can get ahead about your uh, opponent, right? You, you can get ahead for it. And yeah, w w and, and the thing is, of course, I'm, I, I was telling that on, uh, I think it was also on VCAS 1, and I, I was uh, uh, in this group telling that. What if science is there for people who don't believe in the Bible or, let's say, religion scripture, because the Bible is a little bit too pointed to one book, and religious scripture is there for people that don't believe in science. But what if you cut them both out? Just like if you put a group of people on an island and don't give them any religious uh, scriptures, and don't give them any science. They will figure out, and they will live close, more closely to God, I think, than we will ever do, because there's so much distraction, so much uh, different kinds of lectures, so much different kind of um, uh, things going on in this world that we can't focus on the real thing. You know, connect with nature, be in nature, and just, you know, nowadays people go outside, and they don't have a rain jacket on because their abscess is not going to rain. They're going to get soaking wet, and they're going to, you know, they're going to tell the app, "Ah, that's a crazy app because he was wrong." Well, guess what? When it's cloudy, and you see some rain, rain shit coming over, you're going to put a raincoat on, you know? Yep. That. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. You're you're absolutely right, man. I and I can see it. I can see it. Like there are people just getting distracted by the main, you know, the main flow of information. They all want to say, no, you're, you're a nobody that came from nothing. And that's it. You're an ex ever expanding universe. You, you just evolved from some bacteria creature, you know, and, and it gives them that meaningless mindset. But yeah, if you did, if you did put people on an island, like you said, they would start realizing their telepathy skills like being able to feel each other as human beings you know our field from our heart that magnetic uh energy field from our heart you know that goes out six feet so the people who are obviously trying to control us they covered our smiles they took our hugs and they said you can't stand close enough to have vibrational uh harmony off off each other mm. so they know that that's our power is <laughs> connectivity love and and unity the people are unified people would be a 
closed ca- casket for for the controllers. It'd be closed case, done, shut the door on it, and it'd be over because we'd be in harmony. And I think that's why a lot of these weird issues are so polarized, like all these political issues, the things they're trying to divide the people with, this topic, that topic, yada, yada, yada. And the funny thing about American politics is there's always a solution, but no one ever goes for the solution. It's always black and white. It's a polarized argument. And that's why I fell out of politics was because that I, I realized they weren't looking for neutral ground. They weren't looking for solutions to things. They were just saying, we're either going to make abortion completely legal or make it illegal. And with by saying that, now you've got more division. Now, if they if they really actually put stipulations on it and found a real solution where everyone's happy, well, then you would have unity in that area. And they can't have that. They've got to have us fighting. They've got to have us separated and and by anything. And that was what was weird about the COVID thing is they called it six feet social distancing. But that's a term from sociology. And it means the separation of people through class, color, religion, um, sexuality. It's social distancing is literally segregation of people. It's not Mm. physical. Six feet's a physical distance, not a social one. You know, I remember learning remember in school they said you can still be social and not be in the same room with someone you can be social on the telephone or you can be social through letters and stuff like that so it's not a social distance it was a physical distance and uh that's another one of those mind spells those play on words that trick people into into segregating you know more it's it's uh it's wild man it's it's really wild because if you look at like pre uh well, and say pandemic or stuff like that. But we, I was sitting with my girlfriend on the couch, and we were we were seeing everything happening here in Europe, uh, like the yellow vest in France. Uh, there were a lot of people that were demonstrating here against the government. A lot of people were, you know, fed up with all the stuff that been put down the throat of us, and we we were trying to figure out what would they do because they can't hold that gate anymore. You know, they were. They were putting up a lot of people to the gate, but there were more people that want to press down the gate and go for it, you know, just to to have a revolution going on. And then COVID came, just like, oh, wait a minute. That's a good, that was a, from their perspective, it was a very good thing, what they pulled up, because they couldn't hold it anymore. And if you see... Uh, like we have the farmer protests going on like a few few years ago and it's still going on now, especially now in, in Europe, uh, because everybody's fed up. I was talking to Sean Zimmer. Uh, he was one of the, the guys that spoke out in, uh, in the um, Canadian uh, truck convoy. You know, people, people are sick and tired of it. And what the system is going to do is going to pull up all these, yeah, these bullshit things to disconnect us. Because the conscious mind, as we talked just, you know, uh, in, in, um, in the beginning of the, in, in the podcast, when you have a positive five of people that have enough of it, you can't do anything against that. The only thing you can do is to separate them again with div- divide and conquer, of course, or divide and conquer, or put some scheme up so they have to be divided 
and can't touch each other or can't talk to each other. You know, cut down the internet. We can't have this conversation right now if they cut on the internet. And I was talking to um, Derek Stitt, shout out for Derek Stitt, uh, Talking Stitt podcast. We were talking about, well, we should be prepared because every time when something happens, people say, oh, no, they won't do that. Well, if you look like two, three years ago, when everybody said, oh, no, they won't do that, guess what? A week after it, it happened. By us, in the Netherlands, they told us the, uh, the, the COVID stuff is an experiment. How people react. So how many people do obey and how many people don't obey? And how can we do that? Because there are a lot of people that were wrathing each other because there was a hotline, you know? So if you were uh, having a party with five friends, just like uh, two, 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 uh, two, whatever, that's going to be like no more than two people in the house, people could rat you out by calling the police and the police could go directly to your house and give you a fine like 2,000 euros or put you in jail, stuff like that. And th- yeah, that's... It's unbelievable how many people buying this shit. I know. I was surprised, you know, because when it kicked off, I knew right away because I had uh, I had noticed a, a speech or a TED Talk or something a, a while back with, what's his name, Gates, Bill Gates, right? And he was talking about these problems with the, with the earth, and he was saying that uh, that the population was an issue. And I remember he went down this list. He's like, we can bring... And he was talking about a few different issues, but population was one of them. He's like, we can bring the one of these numbers down to to close to zero. Uh, he's like, population we can we can bring down. He's like, by focusing on uh, women's reproductive rights and new vaccines. And I remember that stuck with me. I was like, what? Because it, it confused me at the time. This was long before the the COVID stuff, but it stuck with me because I'm thinking to myself. How does new vaccines help with a population issue? Vaccines are, they're supposed to heal, not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so later, uh, that became an issue. So when this thing rolled out and he was one of the faces of it, I was like, oh no, this is one of those plans. So I remember he, he actually went under some scrutiny there and he got asked about that in an interview. And they said, Hey, uh, some people are worried about you saying that the rollout of new jabs would would help bring the population down. What do you mean by that? And his answer was, well, it's because healthier people decide to have less children. You're kidding me. That's what he said. And and isn't it isn't it really fascinating that someone who invented tech stuff is now a big player on vaccines? And look at Elon Musk. I mean, he makes uh, electric cars and he has implants in your brain nowadays. Just like people wake up, you know, wake up. This is not normal that some tech guy is doing something with your health. And the other thing is, if we're going to spread the truth or talk about the truth, debate about the truth, have a conversation about what we think is the truth, that's something that the system doesn't want. We could be locked up. But if people like this telling that they want to, like, you know, they want to wipe down 
500 million people take it, you know, what's next for dinner? Yeah. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just another day popular. Like, and they're trying to convince people, like, they're trying to get people on their team and have people agreeing with them, like, mm. agreeing with them that, hey, there needs to be less of us, you know? And that's dangerous too, because now you have people basically saying that, like, it's like, hey, you know, hey, if you got to bring the population down, that's, you know, it'll save the planet. You know, it's just like, okay. And then Elon Musk, man, like, I don't trust the guy because the Neuralink, I remember, so in the Bible, it does say that there's going to be counterfeit miracles, like, uh, you know, miracles, but counterfeit, whatever. So he's talking about making the blind see and the lame walk with this chip, right? Uh-huh. But the tr- the trials, he did a trial with some monkeys and he put the Neuralink chip in the monkey's brain and all they're doing was playing video games with their mind. They're playing Pong with their mind and stuff. And then they did the first human tests. So I'm wondering if Neuralink's going to do what you say it's going to do, then why are you playing gra- games? Like why is why aren't you trying to test this on a paralyzed person to see if they walk or anything like that? You're just doing like video games and, and stuff like that. That makes me wonder if Neuralink is really about health or if it's about getting people into the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Because remember they had that yeah. virtual reality thing they talked about. And that would be an easy way to put people into a virtual prison or just like th- this forever place. If he can really upload consciousness like he says he can. Because mm-hmm. Elon already said he uploaded his consciousness to the cloud and had a conversation with himself. So if that's true and they can really do that then couldn't they just imprison people, like torture them in a realm where their consciousness is uploaded and they can't do nothing about it? Mm. Not all shit. That, they can make wasteland and yeah. an environment that's toxic, which is already toxic, and put you in a square meter, you put your VR uh, movie on and you can walk down the beach. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and I was into gaming a lot. I, I love that, but then I realized what it's bringing, and of course, because because I'm working on my own, um, on my own stuff, on my own companies, you know, don't don't have the time for that kind of, yeah, that kind of stuff. But when you see like twenty years ago, you had this, uh, I don't, is is it pong like with this uh, uh, this ball that you have to uh, uh, all these bricks that you have to uh, break down? Nowadays, if you like Call of Duty or the newest games, it's just like mind-blowing the graphics and the story play uh, I was talking before about Far Cry that was one of my biggest games I didn't have the last one but the other ones I played them all like 89% totally and the things you could do it was one big world but the thing is you were sitting there on your lazy ass on the couch pretending you are this 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 uh, virtual uh, guy that shoots everybody down and does some good stuff and uh, you know just like wake up neo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm a gamer too oh my god still love like it man still love like it far cry 5 did you play that one not yet is this uh, fa- uh with uh with the guy from um um uh, from breaking bad oh, okay from lost uh, oh that's a new one that's a new the, one right? uh, the bad guy from breaking bad yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's that's six 
Oh, that's uh, no five. I did it. Oh, it wasn't uh, Far Cry. Five is the cult. In Montana. Yeah, the cult with the. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the green. That one's crazy. Oh. Yeah. There's a cult, and you like you your helicopter crashes, and you got to take out these cult leaders, and and there's that girl who can like they they put that weird poison on you, and you start tripping, and and yeah, the bliss. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, my favorite yeah, one. I love that, Jim. I played it all, and then I, I play. Uh, you had a option on the end of the game to play it again, but then everything is a wasteland. Everything has been been been, yeah, smashed down already. So when you play the game normally, just like Montana, you see this uh, beautiful uh, uh, play with uh, with uh, mountains and and flowers and stuff like that. But when you played it completely. Then it starts up and it's just like desert, black, dark, all that shot, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, but I love Far Cry. I really love the game because it's so intense. You walk down in this Montana kind of stuff and then uh, a bear going to grab you or you're going to swim and a shark is going to attack you. Stuff like that. Just like, what? I love it. I, yeah, Far Cry, some of my favorite games are Far Cry ones. I never knew like 10, 15 years ago, maybe five years ago, that people really could make a lot of money by playing games all day. Right. I knew that I would buy a bikini and do that right now on Twitch. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You know, when I'm going to play on Twitch, probably five or 10 people are going to hook up just like, okay, cool, this guy is going to play Far Cry. When I have a bikini on... Oh, yeah, something happens. I oh, bet. Fans account on it, and, and it's going to be, you know, 10K a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That's, That's crazy. I, I knew people that were making all kinds of money on that stuff. Feet pics. One of my friends did this just for fun, but he was doing feet and food. So he'd, like, do weird stuff with, like, he'd put grapes on the bed and, like, reach in with his foot and grab the grapes with his toes. And, like, he was just doing it as a joke, dude. But then he started getting people, like, one to pay to see him doing stuff with food with his feet, dude. No way. Yeah, he did it just as a joke, but I think he quit after that because when people were actually liking it and it was, like, turning into, like, this foot food fetish thing for people, he was just like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. Oh, I gotta delete my OnlyFans account and my Pornhub account and go to uh, Twitch, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's a strange world, isn't it? I mean, who could imagine that, like, five years ago, if you play a video game, everyone was like, oh, he's, he's this nerd playing video games. Your friends didn't come to visit because you were playing all the time. Your girlfriend, uh, you know, sh- should we go out today? No, no, I've got to play this level, man. Stuff like that. Yeah. And nowadays, the girls are sitting in a chair with the bikini on, playing the game and make 10K a month and say, oh, maybe we can uh, go to the Bahamas next weekend. Yeah. What? Crazy. Really? Crazy. Really, really crazy. Like, there's TikTokers that I, I sit there and I watch them make so much money doing, like, what's crazy is mindless TikTok is it it sells and people make so much money on mindless tiktok stuff like there's this chick who acts like a, a robot she acts like an ai and she uh she'll like act out the gifts that people send so if someone sends flowers she's like mm, flowers for me mm. like and she just does the exact same motions over and over 
And like while she's doing it, she'll pop popcorn kernels with a hair straightener and she'll just sit there and do that for hours. And I'm watching Buku's come in for her. Like I'm watching people sending big gifts, like tons to where she's making all this money. I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it like, you know, there's people on here. I have friends on here and myself and we're actually trying to like change the world, save the world. And there's people on TikTok doing literally nothing, wasting people's time, like probably making them dumber just by watching it. And they're sitting there making a whole living off of it where they can do that all day and that that could be their life. And then it's just like, and they make more than the people who are watching them in a full-time job and stuff like that. It's nuts, man. Yeah, it's and the thing is, would you sell yourself to do that? You know, just like what you said, your friend just with his foot fetish. Um, are you willing to sacrifice yourself for a big fat bank account and put off your grapes with your toes and stuff like that? I mean, I mean, you know, we are living in a world where money is still one of the biggest drugs there is, right? Everyone wants more. Even if you have like 250 million, you want more. And that's something that's, that, uh, of course you need money, but would you do this kind of stuff to make it? And I think a lot of people don't have the moral anymore. And if it's gonna, because, yeah, just like you said, I I know well not knowing a guy, but I know that there's some guy on, on OnlyFans. He is a big, fat trucker, and he he just when he comes down and he is dirty and stuff like that because he was working on a truck all day. He's just doing a striptease and just like okay, fine. This guys make like fifteen k a month. Wow, just like wow, wow. And if you look at these, uh, you know, they got Instagram, they got all the stuff going on, also YouTube, and they do it very cozy with YouTube, and then you have the, this links and all the stuff. I was figuring that out also, but the, the thing is, would I do that to make money? Uh, that's a hard question, because you're going to need money, but would you do that to, you know, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a crazy, crazy world, <laughs> man. It is. It is. I, I had a choice to make, you know, whenever I, I've been into this truth thing and I had TikTok, I got kind of swindled into TikTok because I wasn't going to get it because I really, I, I really bought into that whole Chinese spy tool thing, which every social media app spying on us. But either way, you know, I wasn't going to get it. And somebody bribed me. They're like, dude, I'll give you this GoPro camera if you get your bird a tiktok just just make one for your bird because i got a parrot and uh i was like fine i'll make my bird a tiktok so i do and i start scrolling i find the flat earth community on here but then i find other people too like the ai people the the ones who do the mindless stuff for all that money and i'm watching how much they make i'm watching how many people they have you know i could see all that and i had a choice to make because i i decided i was going to get a tiktok now my decision was to do what I'm doing with my TikTok. But at that moment when I made one, I also knew that I could do this. Mind, like I would be good at doing this mindless stuff. I could do the AI stuff. I could do whatever anybody else is doing that's making money. I could because I just would put my mind to it. I'd do what they do. It'd be mindless and I'd make some money, whatever. But 
I chose this route instead because I I knew it was what I was supposed to do, man. You know, it's a true message. It's a true from the heart message to other people. It's not like, <clears throat> okay, you got you got something on your bank account. I'm gonna lick my 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 freaking microphone to get your money. It's like what? Yeah. The, I mean, cool. If you want to send me money, you can do that. I can send you something like that, you know. But the thing is, the, the moral kicks in as soon as you go to the grocery store. You think, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this expensive food, or I'm gonna have my girlfriend out for dinner or whatever, you know, hang around with the boys, have a beer, or barbecue, and I'm gonna sponsor it because I licked the bloody microphone. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I could do it, man. I couldn't. I don't think I could live with myself like. Doing the prostitution, yeah, that was the mind, the mindless stuff, the stuff that's like, and who are you, like, who are you helping? And I'm, I'm hoping that everyone who does that, that they're that they don't know what's going on, and and they're just doing that because that's all they think life's about. It's, mm. you know, getting money. That's it. Um, I'm hoping that there's not an awakened person out there who's like knows that they should be doing the work of their creator but instead they've sold out like and i know that there are though because there there are celebrities who i mean they're miserable like they may have it all they have the mansion they got the girl they got the that but you can tell it's on them like they're miserable but mm. i think it's because they know what they've done they know they've sold out to the the evil of the world and they work for that now and they know that they probably shouldn't be but i bet it's hard to get out of that once you're once you're in yeah i don't you know yeah. i don't know what what all they do but i, I know think it's, it's digital, weird stuff digital prostitution and the, the things that, that really fed me up was i was looking at some tiktok stuff and there was this guy you know it was a a, a bomb and the, the, this other guy goes to him and he said you know uh this and did and he gives him like 100 dollars um so everybody, I, I was crying in the, when I saw that, just like, oh, wow, a good person. Then I was thinking, wait a minute. He spends 100 bucks to get 1.2 million views. So he's making like $50,000, 25, maybe $10,000 of that little stuff that he is doing, right? Yeah. And he gives that bomb like $100 for that. That's wow. cruel, man. That's I didn't think of it like that, but yeah, I didn't think of it like that, but you're right. Like the people that are getting huge off of, off of that stuff. And to think that they didn't start it out with good intentions. Like I could see someone starting it out for the right reasons, but then like them getting greedy with it. And then, then it gets to the point. See, that's why you got to stop every day and check yourself, check your intentions what am I doing and why? Like, that's the mm -hmm. best question you could ever ask yourself in any situation. What am I doing and why? And if you can honestly answer those questions to yourself and they don't make you feel like crap, then you're, do you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, what am I doing and why will, and being present in your life and checking yourself and your intentions. Because even if the road was paved with good intentions, even if we start something out good, dude, I got to check myself on here sometimes. Like, I'll make it like on YouTube or TikTok and stuff. Cause like I'll catch myself because I'll have some videos that are successful. Like they'll, they do really good. Mm -hmm. 
And I will have made that video with the right intention. It was like, okay, I'm, get, I'm getting this out there to get this out here because this is the truth and this is what I've discovered and it's good for people to know. But then I can I can see those likes coming in and see all and all the attention that it'll get. And then I, I got to check myself daily because I would be lying to you if I told you that I haven't actually got up and, and went and made a video because I was looking for the likes that come to it and stuff like that. Mm. And that's a good feeling. But like, that's not why I'm here. You know what I mean? But it'll I don't want it to become why I'm here. And, and that's with anything. That's with the band. I don't want the band. Like, I tell those guys all the time, I'm like, bros, I'm not going to be signed to a label. I'm not going to be, you know, and they, they're mostly like that, too. We want to be independent. We don't want to be owned. We don't want to ever. Play music. Yeah, we don't want to blow up. I don't want to be famous. I do not. That's not why I'm here. I don't want to be, and I don't want to be under an agency. TikTok has sent peop people from agencies after me tons of times, been like, hey, you should join our agency. You should join it. I'm just like, no, block. You know, I don't, I don't want none of that because I don't want it to start being about popularity. I don't want it to start being about likes, being about money, none of that stuff, because mm -hmm. then you can lose yourself in that. Like so many people can, and I don't want to be under an agency that's, I mean, that's what they want. That's what TikTok wants for me. TikTok is going to want uh, to sell products through me to get, get engagements, views, more people to the app which I think more people to the app's great because that's more people who can use the TikTok mm -hmm. app for the truth community because it is a great truth platform, although there is shadow banning, all that. But besides the point, um, everything that you get into, you know, I've, I've worked in mental health and recovery and stuff like that. And I've watched recovery centers start out with the goal of helping people and like just being about the person. And then I've watched them like, it's a big business. It makes a lot of money. And then I've, I've watched them spiral down to where it's no longer about, uh, the, the individual. It's about how much you can get out of their insurance company, you know, how much you can get the insurance to pay out. And it wasn't about, and I'm not going to mention any names or nothing like that, but it's like a lot of places are like that. They may have started out for the heart to help, but then they realize that, uh, you know, insurance companies pay out for certain things. And then if you're worried about that, if you're worried about their social security check, like these residential care facilities out here, if you're worried about what their checks bring you, then you're not there. You're not caring. It's not a care facility anymore. It's a, it's a boarding home for people so you can get their checks type of thing. And, and I think a lot of industries have maybe started out with good intentions, but then it turned into, well, look how much we can make, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think you, you really hit the point because when, when things are going to be shut down, which is eventually, they brought us up too. And and I think last week in America, there was uh, a re some regions that there was no telephone communication uh, possible and stuff like that. So they prepare like blackouts and stuff like that or be careful with the water uh, be careful with your energy and stuff like that. So when it comes down, when something like that really uh, falls out as an event, you have to have a loving, caring community around you that support each other with love and with care, with support, because that's the only thing that will count on these days. 
And uh, you, you can go check your email and stuff like that because there's something really that fried me up. Like 20 years ago, when, when a mailman came in the street, you were just looking at, is he going to hit my mailbox? Oh, no, not today. You know, and on Friday, you had this letter, probably from the bank account or probably from a, a energy supplier, but you had a letter in your hands, right? Nowadays, if you open up your email, and I got several accounts, it's just like, how the hell should I read 250 emails per account? And the, the one is uh, a Syrian uh, 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 prince that's going to provide you like 250 million. The other one is about uh, getting your carrot longer and stuff like that. It, it's like, what the hell am I looking yeah. at, man? That's <laughs> makes no sense. Makes no sense. Yeah, they're out here collecting our data and like, and yeah. whenever you, it, that's what's crazy is like, you'll, you'll put your email in, um, like you want to shop at a guitar store online and you put your email in there to register. Then the next thing you know, you didn't sign up for anything, but now they've given your email out to all their associates for a piece. Like your email address is actually worth something. So that's why they want it. And a lot of places when you put it into something, They'll use that and they'll, they sell your email address to companies that then want to market to you. And, and that's why they collect, I mean, that's why they say they collect our data is for marketing and stuff like that. But I think they collect our data on social media because, I mean, they're trying to gauge who we are, what we think like, and how to control us better, you know? Mm, I, I think. When you look at uh, very expensive uh, things like uh, gold, diamonds, and stuff like that, there's nothing more worth than data. Data is the key nowadays. When you have lots of data, you have more than gold, platinum, whatever kind of mercury, you know, all the all the stuff that's just like really expensive. You have you have hit the jackpot when you got a data collection. And I think that's the same with, with, with America here in Europe. You got the big beast. I think it's in Brussels. He's collecting all these data. Um, and skipping branches like a squirrel, if you go to data, if you look at, uh, they folded out like chat GPT. And, and nowadays you can make video, uh, videos, whatever. There's no touch except yourself on the keyboard that's making brilliant videos or pictures or content and yes i do sometimes use chat gpt but it also is like what the hell there are a lot of people that work now warehouses where i live that this is like a concentrated area with the uh, germany belgium and the netherlands where i live and here's a lot of uh uh warehousing right but there are also a lot of people that are already invest in uh, something like uh, AI and the people that are making the money now, which work harder than whatever, they're going to be kicked out for nothing because there will be a no new program that can pick everything they want. They can do whatever they want to automate everything. And you're going to sit at home. You don't have things to pay the bills. You will be very dependent from the government because a lot of people are or do or We'll get to that. Um, 
yeah, that, that's something. And it's not like uh, fear porn and stuff like that. But you have to be aware that a lot of things that are technical or um, involved, uh, no, in, uh, what's it called, that, that's been made for us to help is being used against us. Simple as that. Simple as that. It is. That's a good point. That's one of my favorite topics is is what you just covered. Like, you know, the jobs it'll take, but it also steals the creativity from the human. Like, you know, we have an artist. My band has an artist. And I, I hate to use us as an example, but, I, but you know, we used AI for our album cover this last time. And that was a decision, you know, it was a majority vote, whatever. I, I was just like, whatever, this one time. But, you know, I started to think about it later and I'm like, you know, we've always outsourced to our, our buddy who's an artist. We've given him money. We've paid him. That's his job. He's an artist. He makes artwork for people. So by AI coming out, us using that, we've now taken a brush, like how many brush strokes from our artist friend who that would have been a piece of business for him. It would have helped him out, helped us out. But then it also would have helped him out creatively, too, because mm. now... He would have to do the painting. He would have had to do the drawing and, and whatever he had to do. That would have increased his skill and uh, helped his business. So that's with everything. So now with AI being able to produce music and 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 mix and master and all that stuff and record and all that, well, now there's a producer somewhere who won't get the clientele he used to get because of artificial intelligence. Plenty of artists. Think of how many painters and and digital even just digital guys who do digital art and stuff they're not going to be getting hired like mm. everyone's going to go to artificial intelligence for everything and then it eventually it's going to make people not even want to practice their skill anymore because where's their art going to go to they're always going to pick the ai over the human so it's like you won't even do artwork anymore for artistic expression and if you did do art for a living you're not going to do art anymore because no one's buying your stuff, so mm. why practice? You know, I mean, unless you're just going to make art for fun and for yourself, which I get it, a lot of artists do, and that's great. But nowadays, as adults, most people who are artists, they they developed a craft. Now, there still are unique pieces of art that AI can't copy. There's people who make, you know, those guys who make... Um, uh, stuff out of garbage have you seen those guys the junkyard artists oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like you can't you can't copy that with ai but no so i guess That's because in, there's more art people have more things to um to pick out so also these garbage guys that that make beautiful art they are going to be uh lower on the on the ladder um and in the early days or like a few few months ago probably a few months ago because AI isn't that long in, in our lives, uh, they would getting to the top of the bill, right? But because there's so much, and, and probably the, the thing is, just like you said, with the creativity, but the thing is, if, if they knew what algorithm uh, has the most podcasts and most podcast topics, they, they put up two AI guys, just like we're talking just like now, but then it's AI and people, well, not maybe our generation, but other generations, the younger generation, they look at that stuff. They like that. Oh, but that's fake. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 something to to think about, you know. What's the what's the good deal about that technology anyways? 
Hmm. I don't know. I I get kind of worried about AI. What if if you know how we were talking about Elon Musk said that he uploaded his consciousness to the cloud. Like if they if you could really do that, if you could take someone's brain activity, their actual consciousness, upload it to the cloud or put it in a computer to where now it's there. That's that's someone's consciousness. Like, wouldn't you be able to take multiple people's consciousnesses, put it in the same computer, and then if it really was brain act, like a consciousness, brain activity, put into a computer, then wouldn't you know? Like, because isn't there there's certain parts of your brain that utilize certain uh, aspects mm-hmm. of your of your functions, which there's a um, a memory, there's a place where memory is, right? So what if? And this is just really tinfoil hat. This is really out there. But what if AI is just a, an experiment of a bunch of people's consciousnesses put into supercomputers, and then they, of course, go into the data, they take out the memory part. So what if the artificial intelligence is actually just a bunch of people without memory, though, and that's what's uh, responding to people? Like, huh. I don't know. I, I, I worry and wonder about that sometimes because they already say that that's, Possible. possible yeah yeah wef did this this uh little doggy from klaus schwab is talking about it that he yeah. knows that he can hack into the brains of the humans and can control us with that but yeah of course they have to to get permission so the thing is like with the the child trafficking stuff like that going on which is really bad there's nothing good about it but now elon musk comes with this chip probably with the GPS, so people that are very afraid that their child could be kidnapped, they would probably get this chip. So there's always an agenda behind them, what I'm trying to say. And that's very, um, you know, they take away our, our freedom, our liabilities, everything. And why? Just to get dependent on them and to push forward with with their evil plans because there are no good plans and all that stuff. Just like if if you look into the the climate change and stuff like that, oh yeah, we got to drive another car, we have to do this, we have to do that as a normal human being, but look at all the the big industries around you that, you know, they're going to pollute everything in the sky, but oh oh, no, no, we we need that stuff, right? We need that stuff. We we need Chinese-made stuff we need plastic we need this we need that and i saw a guy on tiktok and uh, on instagram also he's collecting because he lives uh, in uh, on an island he's collecting the plastics uh push that into a combustion uh oven or something like that like a big oven and when he combusts this plastic uh what comes out is diesel so we we have the big problem with the plastic, with the waste in the oceans and stuff like that. But guess what? Petrol is floating in the ocean. So we can grab that and we can make diesel out of it. So there's no problem about uh, fuel and stuff like that. But they want to tell you that there's a very big problem because they're going to make more money out of it. That's yeah. all. That's all. And that's... That's the thing that fats me up the most. More money, money, money. But you can't eat money. Right. And you, you, you have to cut down the complete Amazon 
uh, area to 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 get the trees to get the paper because money is nothing else than printed paper if you think about it, and it's only the the, the worth I give to that or you give to that that makes sense. So when I give you one euro, you think, oh, I can uh, I can buy stuff in my country with that euro. But if I go to uh, India, they would say, I don't give a shit about your euro. I, I, I need rants or whatever they have in, in that currency. So that's very strange too, right? Because they, they know now that the dollar is, is getting less valuable, less valuable every second day. <clears throat> and now they want to put out the, this crypto uh, kind of shit, you know, the, the digital uh, stuff. So a lot of people were getting rich about that because they, they stepped in very early. But what's the bigger plan behind that? Is to get rid of all the currencies and get into the cryptocurrency so they can control that. So, oh, mm. make a yeah. song about that. Fuck the system, <laughs> something is called. Right. Yeah, and social credit might be a thing too. You know, I was thinking about money and... It, if you really sit and think about that, you know, some some people dug around in the ground, found some shiny rocks that they felt had value, so they they start tra- trading that around. Then they make these little notes of paper made out of the trees that symbolizes these shiny rocks. It all came from the earth. So all this stuff was here. It's it's now been deemed as valuable, you know, for for whatever reason. And I know that that those things probably have their properties that are more valuable than what we know, you know, maybe energetically, you know, who knows, but it's like, it just always weirded me out value. Like, what is it on? Cause you said it, you can't eat money. You're right. You know, food, like why can't we live in a world where, you know, we plant fruit and vegetables all over the place it's just there you know the world's a garden and we just we eat you know and then we stow away like why can't we all like live that way you know it'd be nice actually to live in a world where we all just grew and and made our own food and store stowed our own food and we we ate together we walked around we you know some of this superficial stuff was just out of the way you know now it's all things 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 stuff 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 what you yeah i do have some cool stuff i got you know guitars amps my computer my games stuff like that but you know i would trade this stuff in an instant for a community of all just loving people who and good health you know Mm -hmm. and a world that's less complicated and less about material things and more about just surviving and having long lasting relationships and and all that it's it's like the world's gotten polluted with all this stuff mm. that we now have a lot of value on but you know people were fine back before all this fancy stuff was around and oh, there yeah. were all these jobs to manufacture this stuff and that's all it is everybody's working jobs to manufacture this the next best thing that everyone can spend the money to get that they that you know they're they're working over here this guy's over here working, making TVs uh, so he can make the money to afford the car. This guy's over here making cars, you know, to, to afford the money to buy this house. This guy's over here building houses so he can afford the money. You know, and it's like we're all we're all 
working and building stuff and uh, to buy more stuff that other mm-hmm. people are. And it's just weird because it's like, what does all this stuff mean? Like, it it's not going to go with us when we die. It's it's all going to be here. Did it matter? Like, uh, you know, it, I, I'm not real big on a big, nice house. I don't care. Like, I'm cool in my little home. I'm cool with my wife, my my good friends. It would be awesome to just walk down the street, pick an apple off a tree. Yeah. Or not even a, a street, but just walk down the grass hill, pick an apple off a tree, be around with my friends, talk about meaningful things and eat this fruit and walk down and get in the, get in the water and swim around. And it would be cool to live a life that was less about stuff and more about people. Mm. I, I think there's an awakening already that a lot of people are choosing for that kind of life. Uh, and, and of course, it, it, it's not saying like it, it isn't a hard life, but I think there was a, a university in New York that had 10 people that were uh, spending their like like a year in the university and 10 of them were selected to go uh, on the countryside and having a farming life. And uh, after a year, the conclusion was that the people from the farming uh, from the farm were um, a little bit upset. And you know why? Because he only spent like 10 hours a week together to get all the things going. And the rest of it was free time. They have fun. They could, you know, they canned food. They, they they prepared the garden. All the stuff that, you know, that feels really comfortable and you like to do. If I work for myself in my garden, it, I could be 12 hours that would be no big deal if i have to go to an office like five or six hour i would probably gonna kill some people because of the fed up job you know what i mean just like yeah Rob, you have to take like uh and, and probably there's a program that runs that says oh yesterday you did 125 words uh today you only had 110 so what happened yeah what the it's not life and just like you said I think George Garland uh, made a good point of that. People buy stuff, more stuff, and what are you going to need with that? You came to this to this world without anything, and you're going to leave. It doesn't matter what you made this life, but you're going to leave with nothing. Yep. And then comes the true people, right? Then comes the true hearted, uh, the love, the the care for each other. Uh, to talk with each other also if it's going to be a very difficult uh, object or a subject or whatever topic but when you do that you're going to connect with 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 the resonation of your heart with other people and i think that's that's the biggest message that i want to spread with my podcast that there are a lot of people out there with the same mindset and uh, you are not alone fellow human we are in the same boat you know only you have to find somewhere in the sea. Okay, what kind of boat is there drive, uh, uh, floating, you know? And then you hook on, and you're just like, oh, huh. same kind of people. That's yeah. good. That's great, you know? Very. Yeah. That's what it's about, man. Like, yeah, when, I, when I found when I found the community of people, man, just like you and me and the people here watching on TikTok, and, and just it's changed my life, man, because I'm not alone. And there is that period. I don't care. I don't care 
who you are, how long you've been doing this. There was a period of isolation. There was a period of loneliness. There was a period where you didn't know how to talk to your family. You didn't, you didn't know how to bring this stuff up to your family. And if you did, you know, maybe not all of them responded the way that you had hoped. You know, there's people who don't have any friends and immediately it's hard to find some. Like I got a few here in real life face to face that I can talk about everything I've talked about with you and, and the TikTok people. And they'd be like, yeah, I'm, you know, they're in there a few, but mm. it's the communities online where I can really kick off the shoes and kick back and just be me, you know? Um, so I think, I thank God every day for those of us who, who hopped on here and started making those connections and, and spreading things around, man. I'm happy to meet you. Uh, I'm glad that, that Vika found it to be a good connection to make. He, as soon as we got done with our podcast, he's like, here, I'm going to give you this info, you know, get over here. You, you got to go get on uh, my boy's show and, and talk, man, and make a connection. So now I got a friend, man, you know? Yeah. And it's at that. That's so amazing. Just, just like you said, you got a friend and it feels so true from the heart. When you talk to the people, just like what we're talking about, there are, there are more friends made for the last two and a half months that I do the podcast right now than I did in my entire life. And there are a lot of people, not, not about that I have wrong friends or stuff like that, but the, the new friends that are made, I can really talk about stuff, man. Really deep shit that you think like, holy cow, wow. You know, and these are people, they don't have a PhD or a professor or whatever. They dig deep into the topics that they really were fascinated about or interested about. And they, they got the knowledge going on. And you've got this click already. So you don't have to talk about, hey, what about the weather? Or, you know, what, what was your dinner today? Stuff like that bullshit. You know, I don't care. And I, of course, I love my friends, and I talk that, tell that uh, in a lot of podcasts that I do. But somehow, the the new people that I meet, I have more in common with them. You know what I mean? Yep. And it, that that's the the thing that we pointed out. It's some kind of isolation when you feel a little bit lost about the things that you um, that that you're going to teach for yourself, or that you're going to learn, or you're going to talk about to other people. Just like, oh man, I'm just alone in this big, big place, you know. And then all of a sudden, just like you said, you you hit this community. Just like, oh wait a minute, we aren't alone. So, in this building, it's it's just like, like the last two years, maybe one year, it's gonna grow and grow and grow. And this is unstoppable because a lot of more people want to know more about it or see what's happening in their lives or the stuff that's been spread out that they're going to say just like, wait a minute, hold on. Hey, Cody. Hey, Rob. What was that about uh, Flat Earth? What was that about uh, the blue eyes? What was that about Antarctica? Because I heard something and, you know, it keeps popping up on my, on my uh, what's it called? Uh, my things line... Uh, uh, Oh, well, what, what, what's it called? I don't, I don't know. Or your page feed? Yeah, all, all your feed and stuff like that is is in the algorithm. Once you see it, you you never go back. Stuff like that. It's like, oh wait, I 
got to look into it because now it's popping up all over the place. And that's good because we want to spread the word and uh, make, you know, do your own investigations and research about the stuff that we're, that we're talking about, especially when you think like, oh, what? And it's very hard to find nowadays because they're going to, like they did in, in, in a lot of wars, they, they, uh, uh, they did the book burning. And I think there's a digital burning already going on. Because a lot of people uh, can't find the stuff that we could find like a few years ago. But uh, yeah, within the community, there are a lot of people that want to spread the news or send you PDFs or, or tell to you about books and stuff like that. And uh, educate yourself about it because it, it freed my soul and it made me a completely different, positive person. And... Um, I think that's that's a very nice one when you wake up, right? When you look in the mirror, just like, hey, man, I'm smiling at myself instead of being being angry about the world and about other people and about the stuff I do and everybody's fault but not mine. No, no, it's my fault when I wake up not to look in the mirror on a positive way and think like, hey, man, this is what you got to do and this is how I'm roll and that's it, man. Accept yourself, love yourself. And spread that news also, right? Absolutely. Mm, great talking to you, man. You too, brother, man. It's been awesome. Yeah. And time flies when you have fun. We're almost two two hours ahead. How many people do uh, do look at you at uh, TikTok now? Uh, right now, well, I got 15 people in there right now. We had, we had, uh, we had more than that a little earlier. Uh, I'm telling you, though. It's, I get so shadow banned on my lives. I'm lucky to have, usually I don't have that many at all. Earlier today was uh, a phenomenon, honestly. I was surprised because they let that many people through because usually my algorithm, I've got 40, 45,000 followers, I think. And whenever I go live, it's supposed to notify every single one of those people. Mm. And I've got people coming to me being like, dude, that never tells me TikTok never tells me you're live anymore. And I'm like, really? But I've had a lot of uh, restrictions and stuff, so um, they've used that against me. But Keep on you going, know. brother. It's just like yeah. a spiritual war that we have to fight. And they want to put us down with all this stuff that they're going to pull up. Uh, maybe there were 17,000 uh, bots listening to you talk and to see you know what's, what's the next tragedy for them. But yeah, yeah F them. A big F them. Man, uh, there's so many of them too. Yeah. Uh, those of you guys on TikTok, this is where I'm at right now. Uh, Disorganized podcast with Rob. This is his channel on. Um, this is on Discord or not Discord, but uh, Spotify. But he's also on Apple Music. So look for Disorganized Productions. This Disorganized Productions. Look for his uh, his profile pic right here, and it'll be on. Uh, this is the one on Spotify, so you can find that easy. But he's uh, where else are you at, Rob? Uh, YouTube, Disorganized Productions. There are a lot of podcasts on it. Try to edit that th tonight. But the upload is going to take so much data. And uh, my hard drive crashed like last week. So all my stuff, like one terabyte of podcasting, work-related stuff is all uh, down the drain. So oh. think how to pull that off. So yeah, uh, that that was that 
that's a little struggle, uh, but uh, it's out there already. So when people can dig into that, they can still find it right now. Um, yeah, I made some copies, luckily, for my courses because I'm all, also do uh, a personal coaching and business coaching for people that want to, you know, gain their goals and stuff like that. Uh, and luckily, I had some backup on the internet to get my files downloaded again because otherwise that, well, two years of work would be really flushed down the drain. But yeah, um, YouTube, Disorganized Productions, uh, Spotify, uh, TikTok is like Rob G Disorganized or Work in Progress dot site. Um, but I'm going to uh, put all the uh, the links from me in the show description also from you, Cody. Uh, so yeah, so it's going to be on uh, Spotify and stuff like that. Uh, got a link tree and people can uh, can dig into the websites and all the stuff that I do. I uh, do a lot about a little bit of uh, photography, um, yeah, just just like you, man, being creative and and just do do some things and work things out, talk to things, uh, use my hands, play the guitar, make a song, stuff like that, man. Just keep on going. Dude, it seems like all the truthers are creative in some way, you know. And yeah, what's your zodiac? Of, I'm a Pisces. Pisces. So so you're you're yeah. going to be. Uh, March seventeenth is my birthday. Mar- All right, I'm Aquarius. So that, but that, oh. I think these are the first three zodiacs that are, you know, a Pisces, uh, Aquarius, fish, and uh, Pisces. These are really creative guys, all, all and girls, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have to do that because otherwise my ADHD kicks in and I don't know what to do with my life. I probably yeah, gonna, same. <laughs> yeah, I probably got to sit like hours on on on. On stupid stuff on on YouTube or Pornhub or stuff like that, I waste my life. So I need to do this podcasting just to get things going, you know, to to talk to someone, not to kick in my ADHD and do stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> Heck yeah, man! Well, you do great work, man. I'm proud of you, dude. I'm glad you jumped on this, and you're 32 episodes in. I'm glad to be 32. And uh, man, I I keep doing it, bro. Keep keep rocking you've had some great great guests so far man and uh maybe uh schedule sometime where you can have me and dave up man i'm i was supposed to have dave on my show at some point uh here when he gets when he gets back to the states i think he's out of out of the united states right now but oh could be yeah dave uh we've been talking about going on together we've been i think he uh he was on nika's show with me that day cool and and then he uh he was supposed to jump on my tiktok but then i got banned and then he went out of out of the u.s and it just bunch of stuff has in mexico right now isn't it yeah yeah and i'm gonna do a show with vika on the third of march so that will be within a week march 3rd cool yeah Yeah. and i saw you saw the debate that was going on with the McToons did this this uh, together with Fika. Was it recent or before? Well, recent, just like two or three days ago. What? And no, I... Jerusalem, Jerusalemism or something. Yeah, and it was Fika I... together with MC Tunes. So like, grow no way. Yeah. yeah, I think I seen the um, the thumbnail for that. So I'm gonna have to check that out. But I thought it was an older one. No, he was just like a few days older. And yeah, Vika, man, he, I love this guy. He's a rock star. 
Yeah. Uh, we had a great conversation on my podcast. Check that out. And um, yeah, also, you know, just like like said, the, 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 uh, when you meet people in in the same narrative that you talk about, and this and and also other topics, you feel this connection, like we do now. You're like thousands of kilometers away or miles away, and still just like, wow, man, this is someone I've been talking to like all my life, or wait, yeah, for him to jump in into my life, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the cool thing. We, we are all connected in that way. And it, it is. It's quick French friendships that kick off instantly, man. And it's like we already like this podcast. We didn't struggle on any topics we've talked about. It's almost like everything I know, like we both know about all the same stuff. So it, it just flowed, man. Yeah. It flowed. And we never met each other. No, no. And that's that's one of the craziest things that I really love. And uh before we're going to kick off, I got 12 questions for you, Cody. And, uh, okay. well, 10 of them, they are quite easy, but the first two could be, uh, well, I'm just going to, going to ask you these questions, right? All right. Um, first question, uh, Cody, what's your, um, perception of God? My perception of God? Mm-hmm. Well, definition. God is, I believe, the creator of all, and I think that his spirit is within us and around us and is the manifestation of all things and is love. I'll leave it at that. Amen. What's your definition or perception of the devil? I believe it's just evil incarnate i think it's the darkness you know darkness and light if you look at it like that it's the things that are um i guess the principalities the spirit that wants to do away with the love in the world mm. okay what's your favorite color oh man i don't uh purple Purple. What's your favorite music? Um, I like. Oh man, that's hard because I like all kinds of music. Anything with a good melody, really. But I like uh, I like rock and even some electronic type stuff. I like instrumentals. I like really cool melodic guitar playing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's very hard because you can split it down in in, in sub categories you know <laughs> mm. uh what's your favorite film or series so movie or series uh it's hard too i like the never-ending story because it's one of the first movies i've seen i saw when i was a kid and i still love that movie today so the never-ending story movies mm. and they got a lot of cool like subliminal messaging in them that are oh yeah kind of, yeah it's really fun when you look at uh, some movies that you looked into uh, uh, childhood. You you get other messages than you have now. And I was looking to Never Ending Story like two months ago. Just like, holy, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a truth or movie for sure. Mm. What's your favorite book? A uh, book? Man. Probably the Bible, man, because... I don't really read books. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite? Yeah, go ahead. Just the Bible. 
What's your favorite kind of uh, boost? Uh, Jack Daniels, but I really don't drink that often. Like weddings, just very special occasions. Okay, like yeah. yeah. I used to I used to be a part big partier, so I kind of cut down on all that. And I'll have a drink once in a while, but it's very rare. Oh man, that's so so tremendous what you say because a lot of people that I would talk to and just like partying all the time, and all of a sudden they woke up and they went down some rabbit holes and they changed their lives, man. And I like like to drink too, but occasionally, yeah. And uh, you know I don't want to mess up my temple anymore, just like that. <laughs> right, right. And even Jesus drank on occasion, you know. Everybody, everybody's used. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your guy? Uh, what kind of clothing you like to wear the most? Plain. I don't. I mean, like I'll wear like I got clothes that I've gotten. And mostly, I like plain clothes. Like I'll just wear like just a blank shirt. I just go buy packs of black shirts from, you know, wherever, and then I'll wear just plain. I'm very plain dresser. Plain, hardly hardly any logos, anything like that. I just, I just wear okay blank blank clothes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your but but you're a colorful person, so that that matches, right? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite holiday destination? Holiday destination? Mm-hmm. Florida, man, I like Florida. Never um, been to America, but it's gonna be changing on one hundred percent. Had a lot of good times in Florida. I've been to Costa Rica too. Uh, I've been over uh, overseas a little bit. England, Ireland, Scotland. Ireland was pretty cool. Ireland, Ireland was, was cool. Beautiful. Yeah, it's got a lot of castles and stuff. I was there with my motorbike. We did a yeah. round around, uh, and we went to the uh, Northwest Two Hundred. There was this uh, road racing. Wow, man! When you see that, uh, that's people that listen look at the 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 isle of man tt northwest 200 also rally when you see these guys on the bike you think they are insane then when you watch it live you just like holy they're gonna pass you with 160 miles an hour just on a normal road just yeah (laughs) that's oh good goosebumps right now that okay. sounds cool. Yeah, check it out. Uh, last two questions, uh, Seven Club or Cody. Uh, what's your favorite quote? You're going to think I'm crazy. Um, God actually told me this one, man. So when I had my my awakening, I was in a cell and all this. It's a long story, but basically and I had this awakening. It was a journey. God just covered me with love acceptance understanding and and embraced me man and i remember i was asking a lot of questions and a lot of questions were being answered but like this quote man and it came straight from from heaven man it came straight from god bro and it goes the key to understanding everything is to understand that not everything is meant to be understood and then oh it blew my mind and like i never asked another question i just kind of lived life on God's terms and life's terms, and I just realized that, yeah, I mean, we're not supposed to know the an- all the answers right now. It's the journey, and it's mm-hmm. finding things out along the way. But yeah, wow. wow. And last question: What's your life's motto? My motto. 
Probably love, man. My motto this week, though, is uh, is the truth will be the truth, whether you believe it or not, and the lie needs your participation to exist. That's that's my quote of the week for sure. Strong one, man. I love that one. I love that one. Oh man, time flies when you're having fun. We're two hours now. Um, I'm gonna definitely reach out to you again uh, to do another show. We can d- dive deeper into some topics and and talk probably hours about a lot of other stuff that uh, you know that resonates with it, with each other. I want to thank you. I want to thank all the listeners to listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm going to put all the links uh, in the show description so everyone can look you up. Uh, no, you, you're very uh, big on TikTok or getting bit, bigger on TikTok. And we uh, we got to sponsor each other for, uh, for the content that we're going to bring out and uh, spread some truth and love to uh, this, uh, to the fellow humans, as I would like to call them. Absolutely. Thank you, brother, for having me, man. It's been awesome. You're the best, bro. And guys, again, uh, right here, this is his show. This is Rob with Disorganized Productions. He's on Spotify. He's on Apple Music. So go check him out. This show's going to be uploaded soon as well. Yep. Heck yeah, man. Thank Thank you you very much. Rock and roll. Keep it rocking, my friend. Heck yeah, you too, my man. All right, I will. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks. We're running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always kind And he couldn't fulfill my dreams I'm running for all my life with the devil on my heels He wasn't always kind And he couldn't fulfill my dreams He's a pain in the ass Black as a night God, show me the light He's a pain in the ass Black as a night God, show me the light And hold me tight Fulfill my dreams He's a pain in the ass Black as a night God, show me the light And hold me tight 